Who was it that was listening to all this broadcast from beyond the wall, transcribing every word, underscoring street names, house names, my name? We've been watching you. Did the listening and educate them? Were they entertained or just informed? Every day I walked under those words. They pray that good seed sown may bring forth good harvest and that the people inclining their ear to whatsoever things are lovely and honest. Every day, ignorant, ignorant of the fact that above my head in room 105 someone was reading a typed up eavesdrop and stamping a Christmas tree on my file. Shoveler by day he once was, grave robber by night. Practical, oh yes, very, when still rambast and hardy, well handy with a spade. Always hulking away at whatever blockage, blockade, hindrance of passage in the sewer, a shaft, a gully. This is where he formed his thoughts. But no matter, <laughs> no matter how deep he buried them. I dug them up. I still dig them up. Like now. I'm the one with the shovel. Too late now. I'll be on the other side soon enough. See the fear in my eyes, eh? Can't you? Can you see the fear? As if I'm grieving for myself. What'll they do with me, eh? Throw me over the bloody wall if it wasn't so high, I expect. Ah! 
Monday man, pacing like a caged animal or scavenging. Ah, no, tending his rancid flowers. He told me they dug holes. A whole group of them would dig for days, a huge hole in the middle of the compound. I asked him what he thought about while he was digging. Not just digging, but every day of that war, he says, we think about food and nothing else. Ration cans, the ripe flavour of nutty homegrown corn, enriched with bodybuilding by a dose, disguise ourselves as vegetable carts, jostle with the dirty kids at the sidings, hustling filthy pictures, cheap rings through glassless windows for food, stealing pigs, you know... You know, he says with pride, I once made sure five battalions fighting for Port Chop Hill had a Thanksgiving dinner with all the trimmings. Hear that? All the trimmings! And that was in the middle of April. He'd been caught one night in the depths of winter with two pigs he'd stolen from an old farmer and his wife. This was all the food they had to see them through and he'd left them to starve. The first straggle of foot soldiers he stumbled upon were stranded North Koreans desperate for food, and he struck a deal. Not a good one. They stuck the pigs, then shafted him. His luck had run out. They would dig for days. Then they write a note, lay it in the bottom of the hole and fill it in. Stand back and watch. The guards would dig it all up again to find a scrap of paper. All it said was, bugger off. It's all right. Yeah, I mean, that's wine here, Gabriel. Yeah, yeah, quick as I can. We've got one pair of hands, just the one pair. He's been waiting patience, for an age. Oh, Perry, Perry, Perry. Perry! So sorry. My fault, Gabriel. Look, I know time in here can get a little uh, corkscrewed. But being here to help when it's your time to be... I'll take that line there. Go sit yourself over there by the window. I'll join no, no, you no, no, don't sit there. Don't sit there. Manolo's spoiling for a fight. Here, sit here. Beneath the portrait of our illustrious protector and the sower of discontent. Must I? Draw another moustache on if you like. Behind the wheel. What's this? Ghost train, Dodgem's brilliant. Next thing he'll be sparking up the penetrate, broadcasting, scattering the seeds of our voices far and wide. Careful, Perry, careful. If you scatter seeds, good things grow. No, you sow what you reap. Bullhook's not gone yet. He knows nothing about the penetrate? Nothing. Good. Well done, my boy. What was he whispering? While I was embellishing Bullhook, I saw him whisper. Just worried about me, I suppose. You are looking pale. Any wonder? What have we seen, Glenda? Please, I mean it. Slow down. I don't know. There's someone out there. 
banging on the car. With a shovel by the sound of it. Bill Hook mustn't find out. Nobody must know, not yet. They seek refuge in here. Lost souls like Pio or Poet. He's still writing now, even though his cup has long been empty. Steering his chewed up pencil across a scrap of paper. His ragged tweed jacket stuffed in every pocket with notes and ideas and memories. Many of them years old, many never to be used. When he is no more, someone will empty the pockets and wonder what all the scratched words meant and what the poet had hoped they would become. The wall has been breached, Pio. If only you knew, would you be at a loss for words? But he gets up at last, and leaves. There's a change in the air, now I know. A chill. Where's this fear come from? This feeling that something's happening that's the result not of imagination. Pure, creative, visionary, liberating imagination. Or of an embracing hug, comfort, community, the good stuff. But of ignorance? I feel threatened, alone. That's how I felt when the wall went up. Why am I feeling it now? Now it may be coming down. Pio has left a scrap of paper on the empty table. I reach over and pick it up, then turn my eyes towards the darkness, the heavy night air pressing down on steams of dampness rising from the ground, and feel like my world is too small, too shackled, He's searching for a word. It has to rhyme taken. I slip the stub of pencil from behind my ear and write. Godforsaken. We dream of escape, all of us. But us in fairy tales, escape in our bum-based heads... Comforted in the fact it is not real escape. But now, Irisum, one of us has found a way into your world. Escaped. How? How though? I can find not one brick in this wall. Only scratches next to mine, carved, deep, angry. The word in Nimica, a stick figure form of a sore. No break, no breach, no missing brick. Ah, again, the bicker over who might be Ancus. Calm down, calm down. How do you think you can control this place when you can't control yourselves? Barry? Yes, Gabriel? I think I will need your help after all. Of course. Go outside and call Grubinnies with his pick. I need him to board the window. Uh, sure. Will you come with me? Please? Of course. I don't want to be alone. And so, once more, it is quiet. 
The baying naysayers and politicals have made much noise and no progress. They're also argobagless and belligerent because they're all scared. Scared that Ancus may be found among those beyond all 38. And wouldn't that just be the end? For the moment, I suppose, it is over. Then it was over. It was midnight on a Scottish Sunday and the boats were leaving. The voices of wives, mothers, children up too late with school tomorrow built into a deafening farewell as chilling as the deathly screeching of the birds accompanying the men's disappearance. The boats passed by so close you could smell the rust, each signalling its departure by filling the air with a final kick of salt spray and a dwelling must of seaweed. The Fisher families stood on the harbour edge just fifty feet away from us, but no one would have known we were there. Die? Why would I die? I planted the sunflowers. Help the old farmer plant sunflowers, millions of them. I cleanse the soil after the filth of war, cleanse it, purify it, and I stole this pig. It was kill or be killed, purify, or his eyes seemed tired when he looked at me. Why would I die? Monday man was defeated by his search for a stinking goose foot, beaten for the first time. Now that I knew what I really wanted, it was beyond him. I was afraid it might burn him out, and told him so. What diverts the blood to the thighs and ankles? I ignore his question and say, Come with me. The pair of us made our way in silence through the town. There were nudges and unspoken barbs, but no one hindered our progress. Past the women with their baskets and prams, the children with faces pressed against the bars of the school playground, the old men seated on a wall. The only pause was when we began our trek into the countryside and a field full of prisoners with hoes stopped to look, and he stopped to look back. Soon we went at the farm. I led him far beyond the crumbled barn and down into a deep hollow so waterlogged it sucked at your boots and tried to stop you right there. No further. On though, because just beyond was what I wanted. We stood and looked down at it. Press your boot on it, I said. Why? He kept staring at the straggly, nubbled plant. Just do it. The squashing of the leaves let go a ferocious stench of rotten fish. That's it, definitely. You could look for years and never find this stuff. Stinking goose foot. Grub. Grub! Where the hell is he, Glinda? I can see his pig. Look, in the bushes. Grub! Look, never mind, I can sort the window. Look, help me take down this bit of old side. That'll do. No, it's no. You need my help now, because he's a subtler. 
Money man, it's what he does. What he is. What's he looking for? That's so essential, so all-consuming that he's risked us all by breaking through the barrier between us and you. He'll know you've been listening in. And what he wants must be something you have. Something that maybe... Visit something to find something again. What? Oh, I don't know. Got to work out what it is before he finds us. Me or you? Cuttings here. Contact me, please. You can hear me. I know you can. I need your help. 